This week's guest is Alexandra B.B. Shelley. She is a delightful psychic medium channeler and founder of Dog-Eared Book Club and podcast host of two podcasts. I was so grateful to have been a guest on her podcast, Embody Your Soul, a few weeks ago, and we got to continue our conversation, tying in things she learned about her chart and astrology into our chat. Bibi also broke it down. I asked, what the heck is the difference between a psychic, a medium, a channeler, an intuitive? And she gave all of us the 101 class, so we don't have to wonder again. It was so helpful. She also opens up about what it's like to be a psychic medium. And I straight up asked her, how do you not get scared when spirit crosses into the 3D world and starts writing you notes in your mirror in the bathroom? P.S. This actually happened to her. Keep listening to hear the story. It's so wild. We also talked about how connecting to your guides and cosmic cheerleaders and having your astrology chart as your roadmap for navigating life can help you live a more intentional and embodied life. You've probably heard me say this before, but intuition is data, astrology is data, and Bibi and I talked all about how having these tools in your toolbox help you make informed decisions based on what's right for you right now. We had so much fun. Spirit even came in during the not-so-rapid-fire section to send some energy. You can listen in for that. I'm so excited for you to hear the interview and see how mediumship and astrology have a pretty large crossover in the Venn diagram of the esoteric world. So here we go. Hello, BB. Welcome to It's Astrological. Thank you for being here. Oh my gosh. Hello, Lynette. I'm so happy to be here. And I know last time we spoke and you're on my podcast, I just adore talking to you. So I'm excited to talk to you again. I know. I'm excited to ask you all of my questions because I'm so interested in everything that you do, which we will get into. But first, so everyone can get to know you a little bit, where in the world are you and what's your cultural background? So I am in Santa Monica, California, and my cultural background... So born and raised Southern California, my parents are immigrants from New Zealand, and I would say I'm super, super blessed to come from um, an affluent family. My dad, my mom didn't have a penny to their name, and they worked really, really hard. So it's been really incredible, like growing up as a young woman, watching my parents really build this beautiful life, not only for themselves, but also for us. Also, my parents are divorced. I know that's kind of a part of a cultural background. Mm -hmm. It hasn't defined, honestly, really any part of my journey, actually. But I would say, you know, it's just been an interesting perspective on, you know, life, communication, success, relationships. And, you know, it's interesting. I grew up going to, well, I first went to a private school and it was Episcopalian. And I also went to sleepaway camps. And it's so (laughs) funny. I was so, I'm still so oblivious, but like not as much, but I was so oblivious. Like I didn't realize how Christian the sleepaway camp was Mm. like, oh, that's so like, oh, we're doing Bible study. Like, oh, (laughs) yawn. Like I just was like, oh, it's not like, I just had no idea what was going on. And then I look back and I'm like, There was a night where they literally, like, it was some kind of ceremony, and then the camp counselor would be like, do you welcome Jesus Christ into your life? And I was like, okay. Like, I literally, I look back, I'm like, wait, that was a hardcore Christian summer camp, but I had no idea. I was just like, I'm here for banana boating and Especially when you're a kid. (laughs) Right? And I think that's actually what's kind of perfect for me, because that's how I actually used to really operate most of my life was like ignorance is bliss which obviously Mm -hmm. as a kid, it is kind of nice to be honest. Uh, It's how I got through a lot. But Mm -hmm. obviously now I look back and I'm like, wow, I really, I've always had like a really deep relationship with God and with the higher source. I always knew there was something up there and out there. And I'd have these really, really big epiphanies and thoughts when I was like four on the playground. And then (laughs) I just didn't really know how to explain them. And I would snap back and start running, you know, start getting back into the game with tag and yeah, now I'm here and I'm a psychic medium. And honestly, it makes so much sense. So. <laughs> <laughs> it 
everything came together. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so you describe yourself on your website, psychic medium, channeler, and intuitive. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I know what those three things are, but I'm curious how you would define each of them and then how do they work together? Is there like a Venn diagram we can talk about or do you think they're just all part of the same circle? Well, it's funny because like yes and no. It's almost like mostly yes, a little bit of like technicalities. So pretty much a psychic is when we're able to tap into the physical person's energy and their energy waves with our energy. And what's amazing is everyone is psychic. Everyone can be psychic. Really being psychic is just tapping into your soul and then connecting soul to soul with a physical person. However, not everyone is a medium, but every medium is a psychic. So a medium is when it's The way I was described to it by one of my teachers, Suzanne Giesman, who is amazing. If anyone ever wants to look her up, it's pretty much thinking about like tapping into radio frequency. So when you're a psychic, you tap into a certain radio frequency. When you're a medium, you tap into another radio frequency that is across the veil. And we connect with people with souls and loved ones that are no longer living and intuitive. I guess it's just kind of like another title, but it's really like psychic at the same time. I just think it's one of those qualifiers because sometimes I think the one thing about the word psychic gets a little like poo-pooed because I mean, I still am even like, wow, there's so many psychic shops around LA. I'm like, why are there physical shops? I don't know any mediums with a physical like Mm -hmm. medium, blah, blah, blah. So I just feel like The word psychic is still associated with people who are not, you know, just kind of using it for bad when actually psychic is good. It's like, it's actually a very beautiful part of who we are. And then a channeler is someone who spirit, like a specific spirit or the collective is communicating through me or us. And I'm just able to vocalize it. And the way they're communicating is not that they're saying something, but it's actually, we're getting the translation, the download just from consciousness. It's really interesting how that works. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's the breakdown. So cool. And you have had some very interesting experiences. I'm sure more than I know about because this is what you do. <laughs> but just a little bit that I've read in your bio and stuff about how you actually realized that you had these gifts. I know one was when you were a little girl and one was when you were a little bit older. Can you give us a highlight of those and tell us what that was like? Yes. So when I was four, I was in my grandparents' caravan. We were in New Zealand visiting them during their summer because it's the opposite. And I was just, I think I was just taking a nap or something. And all of a sudden, the only way, honestly, for so many years, up until like last year, the only way I could verbalize it was like, oh, I felt like my limbs felt like 300 pounds and I felt really warm and I saw some fuzzy figures. But now that I have more of a vocabulary and a deeper understanding of what it actually feels like to invite spirit in and blend, I felt like my insides were expanding. Like I felt like every cell was expanding with light and warmth and oh, I'm like getting the chills. It was really... It was really, really incredible. And I felt really weighted, but not weighted as in like despair, but just weighted as in like just so comforted and supported. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, yeah, I remember seeing three soft figures. It wasn't like super defined who they were. But I know later on when I was describing the experience to my personal medium, she was like, those are your ancestors. And those that was like your first experience. So woohoo. And I was like, (laughs) woohoo. Congratulations. I know, right? (laughs) It's super fun. And I guess my ultimate initiation into really like walking life with spirit was my maternal grandmother died in 2018, like mid-October. And just a couple days later, she crossed over and really just visited me immediately. And obviously I was just like, no way. Like what? Like that's crazy. And the first time it, it was crazy how it started like on a Monday and then ended on a Monday. Like it just went all the way through the week. I was waiting for my my old roommate Levi to come home. And then I heard 
someone come home and I was like, okay, Levi's home. Like I can go to sleep. Cause you know how it is like being in your first big girl apartment, I was sleeping alone and I wake up and he's not there. And I'm like, oh, Levi, like, where are you? And he's like, oh, I was at Michael's like, and I was like, oh, did you come home at all? He's like, no. And I'm like, I swear I heard a human come home, like doors opening, lights turning on, feet up the stairs, fidgeting in the bathroom. Like what? It was weird. And for some reason, that's what's really funny about intuition too, is the first thought I had, I was like, that's my grandma. But then I was like, no way. Like, no way. Like how? And then all week I was having these really interesting experiences where I felt like this like weighted, it felt like I always describe it as like a sandbag, just like on my eye and just on my left side of my body. Cause left is females, right is male, at least what traditionally comes in for me. And I'm like, Oh, it's whatever. It's just darker over there for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so oblivious. It's just so funny. <laughs> and then I remember hearing like, and truly out loud, like clear as day, BB. So I had multiple very interesting experiences. And I know by the end of the week, I was a little spooked out because I'm like, what's going on? I really don't know how to explain this. And then finally, of course, on the beloved November 1st, the final day of Hallow's Eve, I think, right? I came home from the gym and on my bathroom mirror in the fog, there was writing and it said this was with my soul. And that's when I just broke down because I was like, I just, this is her. Like who else would write this such a profound message? And it was in such a beautiful, thin writing, like, you know, how our fears look really clumsy and it just, yeah. So it was pretty insane. And I remember I was at my internship that day looking up like how to say hello to <laughs> like what do we do? And so I texted my mom, I'm like, can you come over? And I'm just like, this whole thing happened. Like, I just need you to be with me. And so I read this letter out loud. And it was pretty much like an invocation, like, hi, grandma, I love you. I see you. I feel you. Like, thank you so much for visiting me. But can you visit me at another time? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty much starting a conversation with her. And I felt and experienced and saw like all of these sensations, like my ears were ringing and I was had the chills and it was freezing and my head felt like a magnet was pulling it. And I saw like heat waves, like it was crazy. And I was like, mom, did you like feel anything? She's like, no, what are you talking about? I'm like, what the, what's going on? <laughs> and then finally in December, I met my personal, my personal medium, my medium. I don't know why I said personal. That's so weird. <laughs> I, met, I met my medium, Melissa Wallace. And that's when she was like, girl, I got to teach you. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. And here I am. Wild little goose chase. Wow. That, <laughs> I mean, I'm a spiritual person. I talk to my grandma. I talk to my MTLOs, I, you know, like all of that stuff. But I have never had something like that happen. I've had like dreams and mm. things like that. But it's scary to think about <laughs> that stuff happening like in real life. Now, when you're talking about the weightedness, to me, that sounds like my weighted blanket that I use for anxiety. So that sounds mm-hmm. very soothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. How do you cross your own, like, obviously there's a difference between your spiritual understanding of what's going on and then your 3D world understanding of what's going on yes. and being freaked out versus like, it's okay. It's just grandma. How do you work through that process and feel not afraid, I guess? Oh, totally know what you mean. Honestly, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause that, that was a huge, huge jump for me. I think, I mean, really one of the most important parts about getting in on that level is getting quiet. Mm -hmm. And for someone who is super ADHD, super anxious, you know, diagnosed anxiety, depression, all that, it was really, really hard for me to get quiet and sit still and actually get in this meditative state in my literal brain. And so that was already kind of scary for me because I just didn't know what it was like to not have noise inside. I don't know, I think, but what's really, really interesting, which again, I don't know if this is something that Because honestly, the way you kind of helped me describe myself with my chart on my podcast, it was so helpful. And that really, that was, that was really life-changing. And maybe there's something in the chart to you that would make sense that clicks to you as an astrologer. But like, 
when I had my first like really, really deep, dark bout of depression, like two years earlier, it was interesting because as insanely depressed as I was deep inside, I was like, I will do whatever it takes to become BB 3.0. I will Mm -hmm. do whatever it is. And ever since then, I'm so willing to just throw everything on the table in order Mm -hmm. to heal. I think just because I've always been that person that I cannot wake up and live a day that does not feel authentic to me. And I'm really fortunate. And sometimes I wish like, you know, I didn't have to feel so much. I could just turn it off. Mm -hmm. But then I really actually don't at the end of the day. So I think it was because after that, after really, you know, going through my depression and just really kind of overcoming that, I'm like, I know I can go through the depths again. Mm-hmm. And I know I have the tools and I have the strengths and what it tastes. And so then I guess meeting Melissa and possibly honestly having the gift of having a mentor, like mm-hmm. literally guide me and teach me. And that's something I am going to start really talking about on my platform, because I think there are too many of us who are like, who we're all tapped in but however there are people that are tapped in like oh let's stay like at a haunted house or like whatever and I'm like first of all whatever those are fun but you could actually (laughs) get yourself in such dangerous situations Mm -hmm. and just harming yourself and you know emotionally physically spiritually and the fact that I had a guide literally teach me and let me know like okay that's just that's literally just your brain processing that is literally just your body like whatever and also because Melissa has a background in neuroscience. Mm. So she has that insanely crazy analytical data brain, like literally, but then is also a a freaking medicine woman. Mm. So she was literally able to break down like, this is what your brain is doing. And you just need to let your mind know that it's okay. So half of it is really just letting yourself know that you are safe nothing is wrong. And especially when you have the intention and the only intention to work with light and serve the light and be of the light, then you will be protected. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you have to listen to yourself and tap in. When you ignore your intuition, yeah, of course, like you're gonna like, you know, put yourself in like silly situations. But also when you have a mentor, honestly, like that was life changing. So it was kind of answering the question, but like a little extra. (laughs) It was amazing. I love that. I think having a guide when you're, and we talked about this on your podcast as well, Mm -hmm. having a guide or somebody who just understands and appreciates the sacredness of any of these modalities is so important because to your point, you can get yourself into a lot of trouble. Now, I think when you're talking about spirits and... (laughs) entities and stuff like that it's a little bit different than getting in trouble with your chart but you can spiral out you can think that you're heading in the wrong direction you can Mm -hmm. you know bring yourself into a tizzy in either of these ways and I think at the end of the day our intuition is what guides us and if we're not centered if we don't trust in our authenticness authenticness um you know then that's when we're out seeking for something outside of ourselves and that's when we can get into trouble Yes. No. And honestly, something I recently learned that really like also changed the game for me. So I'm sure you've heard of him, but I was listening to Jay, um, no, Andrew Huberman on Jay Shetty's podcast. And he was talking about like when you start to feel really anxious when you're learning something new, it's actually your brain connecting new neural pathways. So that is actually the signal for you to keep going. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a really good tip, not only for myself, but really for anyone that also wants to get from their 3D into the soul level, because it's just something new. It's just Mm -hmm. a new sensation. You're not being physically harmed. You are simply tapping into a feeling and an energy that is so much higher than the one that we can generate. And I think if you have the intention to connect with the mm-hmm. right energies, then you're only going to be supported. Absolutely. 100% sis. Yeah. Yay. Mm. Yay. <laughs> Yay for us. <laughs> so you've already given a ton of advice for free without me asking, <laughs> which is great. So funny. But I'm wondering what 
can we do every day to cleanse our energy, to connect mm. with our guides, routine, mm. right? Like, mm. I love this because <laughs> I, you know, what's really funny is I am like, where has my morning and night routine been all my life? Because I actually didn't start getting like really dedicated to it until lockdown. I think because, you know, like we were, I was living with my dad back in Orange County. I was like freelancing slash didn't really have a job and I just needed a purpose every day. So I was like, okay, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to read like, and first of all, that is just funny. Cause I feel like people probably look at me like, Oh my God, you've been like, you master them. And I'm like, no, honestly, only for the last like two and a half years, three years, I've been like actually obsessed with routines. But I would say, like I said earlier, honestly, getting quiet with your mind and your body. When you are actually able to get quiet, you can listen to your knees. You can listen to, you know, if you're hungry, if you need to go pee, like I think so much we ignore our needs and not only just physical needs, but also these boundary needs. Even if it's like, you know what? I'm sure that dinner with friends is going to be really fun, but I just don't have the energy for it. And just being so okay. Mm -hmm. So when you get quiet and then you can also actually, you know, if your body hurts, if you're injured, it's interesting. The patterns I recognize is I used to literally like just beat myself up in the gym. And every single time I've gotten injured, it's because I've pushed myself too far working out. And I always saw that as like, Biebs, you have to slow down. And then when I finally was like, first of all, this just isn't the way my body wants to move. But the fact that I allowed myself to get quiet and be like, okay, what does my body actually like to do? What does it actually need? What actually feels good? And then of course that led to, you know, I mean, not only meeting incredible practitioners, but actually eating the way I need to eat and thinking the way I need to think and just living and breathing the way I need to live. So that was a long-winded answer, but number one, getting quiet. I really cannot express that enough. Number two, definitely having a dedicated meditative practice. Honestly, this is something, again, my mentor, my, my medium, Melissa Wallace, will always say, like, the work is done when your butt's in the seat. I will be a medium on, like, I feel like very multidimensional, but the true work is when I'm sitting with a client and I'm helping them heal and I'm communicating through spirit. And so I think that's really where the work is done when you sit down and you meditate and you really work that muscle because it is a muscle. And also finding meditation in other parts of your life, whether that's simply when you work out, when you take a walk outside, when you drink water, what I mean, something I still work on is so funny. It's like I rush to do the dishes and I'm like, what am I rushing for? I live alone. No one's like (laughs) telling me to go somewhere. Like it's only myself. And so it's when you find meditation and other aspects of your life and allow that to expand, you can actually really just soothe your nervous system just straight up and just really soothe yourself. And definitely identifying those self-care practices, but in the realm of your love language. And I didn't actually recognize that until recently. And now I'm like, oh my God, no wonder I'm obsessed with my skincare and face routine. I now have my routine is really dedicated to like drinking tea and feeling warm and energized and then meditating. So I get calm and then working out. But then also I do my gua sha and my face yoga and I love my skin oil. So I'm like, wow, I really, my, you know, physical touch is so important to me. That's how I take care of myself. So I think, again, if yours is like words of affirmation, it's maybe it's writing, maybe it's, you know, saying affirmations out loud. If it's, you know, acts of service. Maybe it's getting yourself a cup of coffee at your favorite coffee shop or getting yourself flowers. I think really identifying like, wow, what what makes me like want to get up in the morning and do this? Then you can actually create these really beautiful self-care practices. What else? Eating clean. Honestly, you, you just have to be like as fit as a fiddle. You know, a part of my 
journey with accepting spirit was having certain allergies. And I think people look at my diet and like, oh my God, you're so restricted. And I'm like, honestly, I feel so good. There's no reason for me to splurge. And it's and it makes so much sense because when you eat the foods that inflame you, you're not a clear, clean vessel. You can't think straight. You can't sleep well. Like my body is quite literally my job. I have to drink clean water. I have to eat really clean food. It's just is what it is, but I love it. And I feel so vibrant. And I think that's definitely one of the hardest parts for people because again, like we're, we're all addicted to food and it's easy to be stuck in your ways with food. I think just because of just what it does to your brain, honestly, what it does to your brain like every single day. And I don't know. So I think not torturing yourself and actually eating really, really good foods, that's when you'll see so much work. And then finally, honestly, just I think the beautiful thing about all these spiritual practices is everyone does them so differently. For me, say like my energy feels really off or like why have an attachment or whatever, you know, I do just a really simple meditation. I learned from, again, my teacher, Suzanne, where it's just imagine a shower of white light and it just sprinkles down you and it could literally take two minutes. Sometimes I dance around my room with music. Sometimes I spray some sage. Sometimes I just sit and breathe or I talk to my guides and I'm like, yo guys, like, can you help me out here? Can you kind of cleanse my energy? Can you, you know, you know, move some, move some stuff around and whatever. I don't make it super complicated. I think one, just for myself, I just don't want to complicate things. I think it's just because again, rituals are really beautiful, but they're only necessary for building the intention. So if your ritual is more like you use crystals, you use salt, you use candles, you use sage, you use Palo Santo, you use, I don't know, but just know that it's not about if you doing it perfectly, it's just setting the intention. Mm -hmm. So yeah, those are my, those are my tips. (laughs) Amazing. Ah! (laughs) So helpful. Oh my gosh. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. I'm going to like skip ahead and then we'll come back to. Okay. But like when you were talking about your self-care and your face, I was like, why does this girl have Taurus in her chart? I have to look. <laughs> and your south node is in Taurus. And our south node is our comfort zone. It's what <gasps> we feel good in. And Taurus is all about, you know, different the kinds of self-care that you were talking about. Physical self-care and luxury and good smells and good feels and all of that stuff. So Wow. You're doing exactly the right thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Astrology is so fun like that. Okay. That's great. That makes so much sense. okay so since it's astrological do you know your sun moon and rising signs uh yes so my sun is in pisces my moon's in sagittarius and then my rising's in scorpio and how do you feel about those do they all resonate with you do you do any of them confuse you what are your thoughts i don't think they confuse me very much. I think the Pisces part has always made sense to me because I've always been a daydreamer. I'm always like up here. Like <laughs> not that I not that my energy is very grounded, but like I'm silly, I'm creative. I just feel like I'm always thinking really big and typically I need to be pulled back down to earth rather than kind of pulled up. I'm deeply intuitive, which mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Yep. And also when I do get a chance, I do, I love the ocean. I love the water. It's so amazing. Even though I wish I was more bold, like I'm always like, oh my God, you know how little kids are at the beach? Like, oh, like yeah. bold and shameless. I'm like, I wish I was like that still. Like, <laughs> oh my God, it's 20 degrees. I wish like, you know, I'm like, God, I really want, like now we're all like self-aware adults. We're like, Oh, it's cold. <laughs> so lame. Scorpio. I'm starting to really love and understand more, honestly, especially since the last time we talked, it makes a lot of sense with why I do get really deep and dark that. Yeah. As I am a very 
bubbly, high energy, happy person. I do. I get incredibly dark. I get incredibly deep. And also it's interesting. These deep conversations actually weirdly energize me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm not super drained by them. That's why we need Scorpio energy in the world, right? mm -hmm. I think number one, we all have every sign in our chart, whether or not we have planets there. But, and I think so many people are like, ah, Scorpio, stay away. (laughs) People get really intimidated by it, but it's for exactly those reasons. Scorpio is comfortable with the deep things that most of the other signs aren't. And Mm -hmm. I think that we need people to be able to go deep and talk about the deep psychological things that are going on or, you know, death and transformation. Like that's something that people just kind of like to gloss over. And if I'm not going to do it, I sure as heck hope that, you know, I have a strong Scorpio presence in my life who can help me maybe be more comfortable with those topics and guide me through it. You know, going Mm -hmm. back to the topic of guides, Scorpios are really the ones who are like, I got you. I am not afraid to go to those places. Come with me. I will hold your hand. Yeah. And I also recently discovered that my North Node is in Scorpio. Mm-hmm. So that also makes sense too. <laughs> yeah. Sagittarius, it's interesting. Every time, at least in the last few months, when I like meet someone and I'm like, girl, we are going to be best friends. We are actually Sag moons. And I'm like, that's hilarious I love that like similar just like energy or vibe like we like humor it's great Sag part it's I still don't understand Sag like super fully but the one thing that I'm like a note in which I'm sure is like a stereotype is like Sag is like heartbreaker and I'm like no I always got my heart broken like I'm the one that I've never heard that one really or just the one to like I don't know, like Sages are like, I want to be single and like fun. And I'm like, no, like I want to snuggle. And like, (laughs) I've just never been that way. But I feel like I have the silliness and Mm -hmm. the desire to learn like a Mm -hmm. Sag does. That's a Sag, right? Very. Yep. Okay. Okay. So I don't understand all of them like super deeply, but again, like I definitely need to get like an astrology book because I want, I really want to like understand everything so much more. Mm -hmm. Well, there's so much and, Mm -hmm. you know, just starting with your sun, moon and rising is a great start and going Mm -hmm. to wherever you're called. I think for Sagittarius, you know, you were mentioning your bubbly personality, like that's very Sagittarian, optimistic, good humor. It's like the charmer of the Zodiac, maybe not in a bad way, but just like charismatic. That's sort of okay. And also your Jupiter is right on top of your moon. So that would just expand any of those Sagittarius moon energies because Jupiter expands anything that it touches. So your moon is bigger for you in your chart than most people's, which could speak to why you connect with other people who have that moon sign, but also the learning, the higher realms, even Sagittarius is all about just expansion and like traveling. And we think of that in terms of crossing an ocean, but it could be astral realms. It could be (laughs) everything. So that is really strong in your chart. Oh my gosh. Wait, because yeah, my Sag is my Jupiter, right? Yeah, they're right on the same degree. Oh my God, that does make so much sense. Wow, so fun. So (laughs) interesting. Oh my goodness. It is so fun. So you're like intermediate, I guess, in terms of your chart. Like you said, you want to learn more. What's your astrological background? What has brought you to where you are now? And what has made you lean into thinking, okay, this is a thing and it works and I'm interested? Honestly, I have to say, I, you know, because obviously growing up, I'm like, oh my God, cute, fun. Like, I'm a yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. And so when I started working at Mystic Journey in LA, goodness gracious, I remember it was so funny. The manager there, she's freaking everything. She's like, oh yeah, the owner, he's a triple cap. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> Oh, no, he's he's like a triple Capricorn. So like, that explains blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, so it just was first of all, like kind of a part of the language. Because you know, working at a crystal shop with books and all that goodness. 
and also the girls. I mean, all the girls that worked there were like so into it. And we would kind of like, oh my gosh, like, wait, you're this, I'm that, wait, that's so cute. So that's how I guess they connect with people. And so Mm -hmm. obviously I'm in that environment and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, this is fun. And I think then like, again, also, I guess also sort of backpedaling, like Melissa, again, she's, there's nothing she's not good at. Like she (laughs) also is really good at astrology. So she would also break down some things with my chart that would make a lot of sense like for instance Mm -hmm. you know she like one of my flare-ups can be like in my eyes like get eczema in my eyes she's like oh Mm -hmm. so you're a sag moon and so yeah you're really sensitive in the liver so you Mm -hmm. need to make sure you do like a liver detox and I'm like Mm -hmm. what are you talking about so it was almost like she I think it's called her medics medics or something it's literally like the medical astrology and like medical Mm-hmm. Like okay. what aligns with each part of the body. Yes. and yeah. Yes. So that was interesting. She would bring that up. And so I guess there are things that I know that I'm sensitive with. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. apparently my liver yeah. is my Sag moon, which I also thought was like pretty interesting the way that it's not only just connected to who you are in your being, but also like to your little physical being, which mm-hmm. again, of course makes a lot of sense yeah. too. And I think just being in this world, like being a medium, you know, I follow all kinds of accounts like like yourself and astrology is something that is just a part of the language. And mm-hmm. I think it's just made a lot of sense. And then when a really good friend of mine, she was like, oh, you're North Nodes in Scorpio. No wonder X, Y, Z. And I'm like, oh, Okay, so I think just having (laughs) these random little tidbits of like epiphanies, I'm not surprised. And especially it was, you know, it was created by the Babylonians like years and years, right? The Babel, like, yeah, years, like, how is it not, you know, like it, it was an ancient, beautiful modality of language and understanding, like why I think people only think it's fake because it's become like, cute which it is freaking cute but it's like (laughs) actually like very analytical and it's like it's almost like data backed Mm -hmm. and then even when melissa was like you know uh, i'm sure you know but she said a a president had an astrologer like a president reagan yes ronald reagan and then i think jp morgan um well he's the one who well, he says millionaires don't have astrologers, yes. billionaires do. And the whole reason that came about was because he was actually testifying at a trial, going back to what we were saying about the psychic shops, for an astrologer who was being charged with being a fortune teller. Mm-hmm. And she actually set the precedent for astrologers being able to run businesses and not be called fortune tellers. But you'll still see laws in certain states that say, Will you probably run into this as a medium as well, but like on PayPal or like any of the credit card servicers or anything like that, like there's still verbiage in there that says you can't do certain things related to fortune telling. So, uh, wow, it's crazy. That is crazy. I know, I know, but I don't probably same as you. Like, I'm not a fortune teller. Like, no, <laughs> I cannot predict your future. Sorry, everybody who's listening and thinks that I can. Like. Go find another astrologer. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Go find someone that's not actually like an astrologer. And I think that's what's so interesting though, like about this work is like, it's not that we're like telling the future, but it's like, we're telling the, if you, how do I put this? It's like, I sometimes don't like when people are like, oh, like God did this to me or like God did this to me for X, Y, Z. And I'm like, God didn't do anything. You actually, everyone is walking on a road and there's stones and you're like, Ooh, this looks fun. Ooh, this looks fun. One stone is going to be a hot burning potato. One stone is going to be a glittery pot of gold. And that's what we're kind of, we obviously want to guide you to the glittery pot of gold, but we're not 
telling the future is taking away your free will. And that's what's interesting is I always want people to know, like when they come to me, honestly, something you said last time you spoke was so great. It's like, I'm not here to tell you exactly what to do, but I want you to be even more curious. And I think that's what I'm supposed, that not what I think, I that's what I'm supposed to give to everyone is I'm going to give you what I I'm getting, but you ultimately have the decision if it resonates with you or not and take what you will. Mm -hmm. So, and hopefully it inspires you. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's like, especially when it comes to astrology, it's about the patterns. So yes, this is an ancient science. It is based on math and planets and things that correlate to those events that happen in the sky. But I think it's not fortune telling, but it can tell you how the energies will impact you so that you can then use your free will to decide how you're going to react, act, whatever, you know, however you're going to handle that next stone that you find in the road. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are simply tools. And also I'm like literally looking at, oh, I'll like, I'll get it. You know what? Because why not show it? So this is like one of my most loved books, Oneness. Oh. Probably the most important book in my spiritual journey thus far. I'm sure I'll read many, many more. And it is so dog-eared. Like, look how Yes. Is. And posted it. Oh my God. It's just <laughs> insane. Because it's just the most beautiful book in the entire world. Are there any words that aren't highlighted or underlined? Oh, or? oh God. I just don't know. <laughs> it's like, I mean, there are, but like, wow. Like it's like every- and. It's but. funny because yeah, and um, it's funny because it's like might as well like not even dog ear it because the whole book is like I know, but it feels better. It does, <laughs> and something that it said one one chapter like it was honestly after some kind of heartbreak during lockdown, and it was like being connected to a higher realm doesn't mean that you are a fortune teller. They are just simply guiding you to your highest self and to your soul. Mm-hmm. And that's why also I wanted to name my company Embody Your Soul because that's what I feel like I'm doing. I feel like I'm embodying my soul. That's what I feel. You know, that's what our guides are put on earth to do. They're here to help you. They're here to guide you and help you just become the best version of you. And they're not going to tell you that you can't do something. They're going to suggest might not be the best, but you know what? It's like, it's up to you ultimately. Mm-hmm. So yep, yep, yep. And if we listen to everything as a message to us for our highest good, then that supports us in taking whatever decision is best. I mean, we do live in this 3D world. We do have to pay bills. We do suffer loss, all of those things. But I think having the background of like, okay, great. I have this entire team of Mm. cheerleaders who are here to guide me and support me. And maybe I have my roadmap of my birth chart and, you know, I know what direction I meant to be heading in really gives you the tools to be able to make informed decisions, right? Those it's all just data. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. And like to dovetail off that is not that life gets any easier. Life doesn't like life just gets weirder, Mm -hmm. honestly, and we get weirder. But the thing is, what I've realized is regardless of the tears, regardless of the losses or the pains or the, or the struggles, I just, I'm actually able, I know that I can get through them and I know Mm -hmm. I can overcome them because I have the tools. Mm -hmm. So I may cry, but I don't have a meltdown for as long as I used to, because I'm like, actually, I know I'm going to be okay. I know I'm not going to break. I know my skin's not going to break out in hives. Like when I used to, when I would get really, really anxious and stressed or when I would eat food that would make me allergic, I now know I'm like, you know what? My body knows what to do. I'm going to do what I can and life goes on. That's really what it is. Life goes on Mm -hmm. and we are ultimately the creators of our destiny as Mm -hmm. everyone tells you, but it's just, it's just fact. Yeah. And there's an element of trust there, right? If you are looking to hold on and grip so tightly to controlling everything, you don't have space to your point be still, receive messages, to reflect, to Mm. ask yourself questions. And I think in this 
world that we live in, to your point at the very beginning about just feeling like you couldn't even take time to sit still and just listen, whether it was because of how you felt or because of external things, how you have to make the effort to connect to that side if you Mm -hmm. want to be able to reap the benefits. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's like once you actually begin to have faith and then you see like your manifestations come Mm -hmm. to life, you're like, like, why have I not had faith in the first place? Like I, it's just, it's just amazing. And it's, it's so amazing to now be in this space where, yeah, there's obviously like, you know, I, for instance, I love, I love you apartment. I love you, but I can't, I cannot wait till I can move into a one bedroom. Mm -hmm. I can't wait, but I have complete faith that spirit will provide me with exactly what I need and not only what I need, but then some. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where you can't, when you just grip on, you really like, you lose the magic of life. I think not even, I think you lose the magic of life. You lose the magic of just yourself. Like you're really, it's like, you're squeezing out all of your glitter. It's like, Mm -hmm. what's the point of just Oh God, I was, it sounded really dark. I was like, what's the point of living? I'm like, that's, really, like, that's just not okay. I was like, still stuck on squeezing out all your glitters. Yeah. It's like, you're just squeezing out all your glitter when you do not have faith in yourself. And yeah. just to even know that like, not only is God supporting you and guiding you, but you are so freaking supported that you, he literally has recruited a squad for you too. Like, what? Like, that's the way I think about it. Like, how freaking amazing. Like, we have him and then some by our side 24-7. Yep. And ourselves and our Mm -hmm. intuition. And it's lucky us. Lucky us. Lucky us. So, so blessed. Okay. (laughs) This is the end of the podcast. And I have changed this series from rapid fire to not so rapid fire questions. So take your time. Oh my goodness. I'm not a very good rapid fire interviewer, I have learned. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Bibi, do you consider yourself to be more introverted or extroverted? Oh my gosh, that is like really hard because I'm kind of a half introvert, half extrovert. Yeah, I don't know because I think for a long time I only considered myself an extrovert, but then when I actually began to live alone, I am like, wow, I really, really need that day or two to be by myself. Mm -hmm. But then I also like love being around people. Like I love it obviously more specifically my people, but also like maybe this is an extra, I'm sure it's an extrovert quality, but for instance, live music, it, you can literally raise me from the dead. Like Mm -hmm. Not only is it because of the energy of the people around you, but it's like the music and just, it's like, I'm getting the chills. It's like, that is so electrifying to me. So I don't know, being in that environment, being in like a super amazing energetic environment gets me going and also like really great conversation. So maybe like more extroverted, but I guess also I'm kind of technically extrovert introvert because according to my ENFP, that's what it says, but you know. You're allowed to be an ambivert. That's okay. (laughs) I think I totally am. I totally am. I need to add that to the question. I will add that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. What is your superpower? Oh my gosh. You know what? I think I have a lot. Because we are a multi-dimensional being, Gibbs. I think my superpower is to really, like lately, I've noticed that my passion has become really infectious and it makes me really, really happy. I know, at least for instance, with my book club, with Dog Eared Book Club, even just my little sister, not a reader. Sorry, my, oh God, I know spirit comes in and they make my nose itch. So energy is high, but it's a good thing. Um, What was I going to say? She, not a reader, not, you know, like she would watch TikTok and she started to read and appreciate reading. Wow. And I'm like, that's amazing. Like that was any, I was not expecting her or just even like, 
you know, just friends are like, you're inspiring me to read more. It makes me so happy. And then for instance, I've done a couple, you know, I need to actually get back on them. Like I would do these weekly soul circles where it's just like meditation and communicating with spirit and then guiding everyone through like journal prompts. But I did one for a couple of my girlfriends and I'm going to one of the weddings I'm going to is one of the girls that has been in the soul circle. And she was like, Hey, like, would you mind doing a soul circle for us as we get ready for the wedding? Like, I think it'd be nice for us bridesmaids and me to like, kind of get in. And I'm like, it would be my honor. That's amazing. You know? So I think the fact that even just like that, like it just makes like someone wants that on their special day. Like Mm -hmm. that makes me so happy. So any way I can inspire others is definitely one of my superpowers. I love that. Oh, thanks. You're sharing your gifts. Yes. Which is like, girl, you and I doing our thing. (laughs) The dream. (laughs) What is your dream travel destination? Oh my gosh. Um, The first thing that comes to mind is like, so one of my happy places, like when I go into meditation to connect with spirit is like wildflowers, mountains, cows, clear skies, tall grass. So cows. I I love cows. Oh my God. <laughs> so hard. It's like, I love a good ribeye. It's like, I'm the worst. I oh, love like, things. They're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, like if I could just cuddle with a cow, but yeah. anyways, like my, my mom did a hiking trip in Zermatt and I will never forget, she sent me this video of this beautiful cow with this leather bell. And it yep. was just like this slow swinging bell and like the wildflower. I'm like, no, like that's my happy place. Like that's <laughs> where I need to be. So there, anywhere. And those cows are so well cared for. <laughs> they like travel up and down the mountain to eat all the right grasses and like make the best cheese. And right, they're so cute. I know. I just also like that's half of my TikTok feed is just like farm animals. Well, I love that for you. That's also your comfort zone, your Taurus, your Taurus South Node. That makes so much sense. I love it. You're like, duh. Okay, we kind of already answered this one. So feel free to say pass or rewind. How do you bring ritual into your daily life? Oh my gosh. Well, definitely every morning. I wake up and I do my morning routine. And of course, there are days and nights where I can't do them to the fullest. But I think no matter what, being adaptable and just doing a piece of it. So definitely in the morning, I just started doing night routine. But also I'm starting to... um, I'm starting to do it more throughout the day because I'm really finding that ritual for me is so soothing. So finding rituals on how I do my work, finding rituals on how I clean my house or just little, little things. I'm starting to expand the meaning of ritual. So it was like semi answer, semi not. (laughs) It was perfect. Amazing. (laughs) See, we're very flexible with the not so rapid fire section. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. We love this. (laughs) I'm sure your Pisces and Sagittarius loves it. Oh my God. They are so, I know honestly, something I've been battling with lately is like, cause obviously my everyday is like, all right, beebs, like what's next? Like with my schedule. And I've, I've had this fear of being too rigid, but I actually need a little bit more structure than I thought I did. So I've kind of have been like, not, I don't want to say battling, but I've kind of been working with that side of me. And mm-hmm. I don't know, what in my chart is like, okay, structure is good. Maybe it's because I have like three Capricorn placements. Maybe it's a mm-hmm. Capricorn. So yeah, right now I'm like getting into Notion. I'm like, ooh, checklist. So I'm like- I'm obsessed with Notion. <laughs> it's it's really, it's like, it's been so interesting embracing these different sides of me. Yeah. I mean, you do have so much fixed energy with Scorpio and Taurus axis. Your midheaven is in Leo. So any like fixed energy is going to- help you to keep doing things that you've started and maybe not stray from that. But again, we all have little pieces. So you have the Pisces energy, which is highly mutable and the Sagittarius, which gives you that adaptability. 
But also, I think, let me look where else you have. You have your Chiron in Virgo. Like usually when we think routine, schedule, everyday habits, we think of Virgo. Mm -hmm. And your Chiron is there. And Chiron is the healer. Chiron is the space where we have our deepest wounds, but through healing them, we heal others. So oftentimes that's a place for us of deep learning, (laughs) of deep healing and Mm -hmm. teaching others as well. Mm -hmm. So that's an interesting piece of the puzzle for you. Oh my gosh. So interesting. It just never stops. I feel like just your work and like my work, just this, I don't know, this work just never stops being interesting. It will always, and it's so perfect for my ADD brain. I'm like, I will always be learning. Like I will always be expanding. I'll never get old. And like, same for you. Yeah. And I never could. I mean, there's people could spend multiple lifetimes learning and not know everything there is to know. So Oh my God. Yeah. Lucky us. We get to do this for all the lifetimes. <laughs> Never bored. <laughs> okay. Last question, BB. Where do you shine brightest in your life? Where do I shine brightest in my life? That is such a happy question. Where do I shine brightest? I think, I think in a couple ways, like one, living out my soul purpose which is to be a medium, I really now feel myself shining super, super bright. And it makes me really, really happy because, you know, again, like for a while, I've been trying to kind of figure out, like I've always known who I was, but I guess trying to fit like a square peg in a round hole. And now that I'm creating actually my own mold, I feel myself shining really bright. And I know I'm in this building phase, you know, of building my business, but I just know I'll get brighter because of all the work I'm putting into it, all the dedication I'm putting into it. Also like sharing my passions, not only like being and doing, but sharing. I mean, for instance, one of them is with reading. When I talk about books, it just, my, I mean, God, there's so many reasons why we should read books. Like, it's like, that's why I started a podcast on it. You know, (laughs) that's why like, I literally have a pretty much like, I could feel a I noticed at least three stacks behind you. (laughs) Oh my God. I know. And then, and then my desk, can you see that? I can. Yeah. And then (laughs) like, it's like actually insane. Um, And I'll just, I'll never stop loving. Is this why you want a one bedroom so that just your bedroom can be all books? (laughs) I think so. I also like would like to just have like more separation of space. Yes. yes. Cause it's like my bed's my couch, like, you know, and then shine brightest. I think also like when I'm with the people I love, um, you know, with my, my partner, he brings out honestly the best in me and he, um, just makes me really excited to build a life with him. What else with my family? They're my best friends. They're my, they're my silly goose tribe. They're my loves. And then also my friends, like my, my soul tribe. I mean, I don't know what I would do without them. So I guess it was like three things. Lucky you. Oh, thank you. I know. So, so blessed. My goodness. Well, I am so grateful that I have received some of your sunshine and that we've crossed paths. I've had so much fun just getting to know you and your chart and all of your gifts and how you're sharing with the world. So thank you for coming on here and telling us all about it. Oh my gosh. It is my absolute honor and pleasure. As you know, as you can tell, I can talk about this stuff all day. So I love sharing the goods and I love chatting with you. I'm so happy we've connected and we will of course, be staying connected. So. Yes. So BB, before we sign off, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at embodyyoursoul underscore. And then in all of that jazz, you can find my podcast. You can find my website. If you feel called to book a reading with me. And then they could also find me if they're a book lover too, they can find me on Instagram at dogeared.bookclub. And then that's where they can also find my podcast and more book recs and just have a ball. You are such a multi-hyphenated, shining, fancy lady. I love it. Oh my God. Stop it. Fancy <laughs> lady. Oh my God. Being so fancy and multi-hyphenated. Yeah. That is so fun. <laughs> All right, BB. We'll talk so soon. Thanks again for coming on. Yes. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> Bye. What a journey 
BB and I went on during that conversation. It turned in directions I could have never guessed, like Swiss cows. <laughs> I'm so grateful to BB for coming on and sharing her gifts with us. Her passion and enthusiasm for helping others is definitely contagious. Again, you can find her at embodyyoursoul underscore on Instagram or listen to her podcast, Embody Your Soul. And if you're interested in her book club, you can find her at dogeared.bookclub on Instagram or her podcast by the same name. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends. I would also so appreciate it if you would rate it five stars and write a review on Apple Podcasts if you loved it. If you're learning astrology or have maybe a Scorpio North node, Taurus South node, or any of the other placements BB has, and you're interested in what her chart looks like, you can find a link to her chart in the show notes. And if you'd like to get deeper into your chart, or maybe even your locational astrology map, book a cosmic consult with me at cosmicmoves.com slash shop. Wherever you are, here's wishing you a stellar day and see you next time.